Hi everyone, welcome to the NBA Agents Podcast. Are you curious about NBA student life in the US? Do you worry about how to navigate your NBA life? If so, you're at the right place. NBA Agents is here to empower you to overcome different challenges by sharing tips and recommendations from many other Asian NBA students. We want you to be prepared for the crazy NBA world. Are you ready? Let's get it! Welcome to NBA Agents. I'm Jay. And I'm Jacob. Today, we talk about tax. Like weed, tax policy of each state is also different and quite complicated. So today, I invited a tax expert. Hi, Jacob. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I am a tax expert. I'm just really good at Googling. So um, you can call me Google expert, I guess. Anyway, yeah, Google, Google tax expert. I have several questions for you. Sure. So, you know, sometimes I'm so confused about when I buy something in the shop because in Korea, the price tag on the product is final price. But in the United States, it's not the final price. What is it? Yes. So um, the price you see on the product, it's a pre-tax um, price. And then, you know, usually when you go to cashier and then they will put on the on the state sales tax. So it depends on different state, which every state has a different tax. So in, 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 in our case, I think in Michigan, you have like a 6% sales tax. So which means everything, every price you've seen on the tag, you have to add in 6% of the tax, and that will be your final price to pay for it. What about Taiwan? Taiwan also do that, or you guys are including tax when you see the price tag on the product so taiwan is similar to korea um the price the the price on the tag is the final price so it's very easy oh. for us to you know to recognize um what's the price for a specific product and, right and sometimes sometimes it's so difficult for me to figure out how much it would be if i buy a bunch of things because in korea i just add the price tag price that's all what I need to do. But here, always the product has a tax. So yeah, it's kind of complicated. I know. And then, you know, under some kind of situation, which is not preferable, but, um, you know, you, you have like a couple bucks left in your pocket and then you're in like the convenience store. You just want to buy something. And it's annoying. You have to add on the tax and, you know, right. you have to calculate by yourself to make sure that you have the money to pay for it, which is not the case in both Taiwan and Korea, like whatever you have um, in your pocket, how much money you have, you can just pay for that, um, the thing that with the same same price on the tag. So it's very easy. Um, and then like you just mentioned earlier, so the tax policy are differs across the US. So in different states, you have different tax. Um, so that's also knowing. So you, you said Michigan had 6% tax. Well, yes. Which one is the highest tax? Which state has the highest tax? Uh, I think in terms of the highest tax, uh, I'm not 100% sure. But I do know there are four states are not collecting the sales uh, tax. So which means if you go to those four states and then you shop, you don't have to pay any tax. And sometimes it's like, you know, just think of like this. It's like um, 
if you compare the those states, so which is the which um, is Delaware, um, Montana, and then New Hampshire, and then Oregon. So just make a comparison. Like if you buy um, a, a single product, um, when you buy in let's say Oregon, and then when you buy the same thing in Michigan, you got six percent discount basically. In that case, like if I live in Washington, which is next to Oregon State, maybe I want to go Oregon when I want to buy something. Is yeah, I it think, possible? I think that, that is absolutely it's a possible. And a lot of my friends who live in Washington, they actually drive to Portland just to shop um, because it's cheaper. Mm. That's so interesting. Like, even though they are next to each other, one state has a sales tax and the other state doesn't have any sales tax. So maybe people can make use of those differences. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then what about online shopping? Because, so let me give you an example. I'm in Michigan and I want to buy some product from company which is located in Oregon. In that case, do I have to pay sales tax or not? So that's a good question. Online shop is a kind of tricky one. So before 2018, actually for some online shop, you don't have to pay tax. Um, so there will be a two different situations. One is the seller who sells the product is located uh, outside of your state and it doesn't have a physical shop within your, the state you live in. You don't have to pay the tax. Um, on the other situation, let's take a, a real example. So for example, if you buy an iPhone on the Apple website, um, you have to pay tax. And it is because even though Apple is not, like the, the, the Apple store is basically online and it's not in your state, but they have a physical shop in your state. So you have to pay tax. But this is kind of like before um, 2018. And actually, since 2018, there's a new law um, just passed, which is called Economic Nexus. So basically, it means doesn't matter where you're at, um, and doesn't matter where the seller is located, you have to pay tax anyway. And there's actually a two um, exceptional states. One is Florida, the other is um, Missouri. So those two states did not have this um, economic nexus law. So like we mentioned earlier, like each state have different policy. So it, it really varies. I think it's so complicated. And sometimes even I have been here for one year, but like I cannot understand why each state has different policies, different laws. This is so complicated for me because Korea is a one country. We always have a one law and one policies which is applied to everyone in Korea. But here, ah, it's so complicated. So my last question is about income tax. So we talk about sales tax, but what about income tax? Does income tax also different from each other, what I mean, each state? So, correct. So you also have a different income tax across different <laughs> states. Um, which, you know, as an MBA student like us, um, if you're planning to work in the U.S. after graduate, 
um, I think it's important for you to know um, like this information because different states have different income tax and also have a different um, living expense. So considering like the package you get, you have to think about like, oh, how much tax you have to pay? And then what's the living expense looks like? And, you know, deduct all this extra cost. And then what whatever left is actually your, um, you know, the, the, the actual money you get afterwards. And there's more than just uh, income, uh, state income tax. There's also like the federal income tax. So it's really complicated. Um, I, 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 even, even for me, like I, I looking around online and looking for a lot of information, I'm still kind of confused. I guess by the time, you know, when I need to really worry about it, I will just look into more information. But at this moment, um, I think it just have kind of like the idea of, you know, there's a income tax exists and you have to be aware. I think that's good enough. Oh, it's, but yeah, thank you for sharing your information. You know, you are really expert at tax. By the way, why you are so into tax? Why do you have a lot of interest in tax? I wouldn't say I have a lot of interesting, you know, about the different tax or different, um, you know, like the, the, the tax in different states. I guess the, the reason triggers me to just trying to understand more is just because that it's different from where I come from. And then it's annoying, oh. actually, because I would never get, um, get a sense of like how much money I have to pay for. Because I'm, I'm the person, I'm the kind of person like I usually take the notes on uh, the money I spend mm -hmm. and then I can, you know, better manage my financial situation, especially like now I don't have extra income coming from working. Um, so I try to be aware of this. And I guess that's the reason I start to really pay attention to like the different tax across different states and then um, so on and so forth. So, yeah. All right. Today's MBA on American Culture with tax expert Jacob. Let us have a short break and get back to our interview session. MBA is such an inspiring experience. It's more than just getting a good academic result or finding a great job. More importantly, it's a place where you can meet very interesting people from around the world, learning about their stories and making meaningful and lifelong friendships. And that being said, lots of these bondings are happening outside of the classroom, for example, during many social events. And that's why there are so many social events in the MBA. Let's welcome Warita Chalanoniwa, a second-year MBA student from Duke Fuqua, to tell us more about her MBA social life. Hi, Warita. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, good Thank to you see for you. How's it going? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Like the Michigan area getting winter side right now, so we feel a little bit chilly, but it's good. So awesome. let's talk about yourself. So where are you from and what did you do before coming MBA? Uh, I'm Rita from Thailand. And before the MBA, I, I worked as the creative analyst for three years at the, uh, one of the, um, the commercial banks in Thailand. And then after three years, I decided to move to 
work in the um, oil and gas company as the um, the financial analyst, and then I decided to to come to Fuqua. So what what did you make pursue MBA and why Fuqua Duke? Uh, actually, I have two main reasons why I would like to come to the MBA. The first one is for my professional experience. Like, I would like to observe how the um, the work environment in the U.S. look like, and I would like to try to like um, work in the different cultures to gain a lot of experience um, from 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 the, um, the the from the U.S. And the other one is for my um, professional, uh, sorry, personal experience. Like, I would like to learn more about the new cultures. I would like to meet new people who have different cultures, who have different backgrounds from me. And also, like, um, I, tr- I would like to learn more skills, like the leadership skills, the entrepreneurial skills in the safe space. So that's why, like, I decided to come to Fuqua. And the reason that I chose Fuqua is because I really like the core value of Fuqua, which is the the team Fuqua. Like the uh, I talked with alumni, and they are so friendly. Like it kind of like made me think like I would like to you know spend time with this kind of people when when um during the MBA. Yeah. So yes, I agree. Like absolutely, like MBA is a place for you to knew um to know people, uh, especially from. Different background, different cultural, and I think one of the great way to know them is through a social event. So, mm-hmm. just to kind of give um, more context to our audience, um, what kind of social event that you usually have in in Duke? Um, basically, we have a bunch of social events in in, in Fuhua. But um, let me get started with the, the section social events, which is like the first year students in Fuqua, they will be um, assigned to one of the six sections. And in one section, we have around like 70 to 75 people. And you have to like take classes with these people for the whole year in your first year. So the people in one section will be like so close and they will like hang out together have like the social gathering together and uh, most social events are, are hosted by the section rep so we can just like you know have a house party or we can um, for these special occasions like Christmas Thanksgiving we just like go celebrate together do some activities together so that's one is for the um, the, the section the section social events and the second one, we also have the um, the Sealy team social events. Like the Sealy is like because Fuhua is like um, we focus on working as a team. So Fuhua has something that we call Sealy team, which is uh, a small group of five to six people, and you have to like work with the same people in this group for the first six months in the first year. Like when you do the team assignments or anything, you need to work with the same group, and. So that's that's just a reason why like uh, we are so close because you know we work we support each other like for the whole six months and uh, for the social events we kind of like um, have a party have a house party go to have a dinner and also like when you uh, when you go like to do some outdoor activities it's kind of like you know hang out with your friends in the which is only five or six people. 
And the last one is the kind of like the social events hosted by the, the clubs, like both diversity and both uh, and professional clubs in, in Fuhua. It's kind of like um, bigger events than the, the first two. Yeah. So that's kind of like the, um, the rough idea about the social events that happened in, in Fuhua. Okay, thank you for very clear explaining like the event uh, in Fuqua. So I think we have kind of a similar um, event, um, you know, based on like whether it's section-based, um, club-based, and sometimes it's school initiative. Um, and then, but one thing that's very different um, from Ross and Fuqua is that we don't have sort of like really small groups that um, uh-huh. you were you were be uh, assigned to and through like the whole year. So that's very interesting. And then I found this should be like really helpful, especially when you mentioned like you were supporting each other throughout like whole semester or even like whole year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, my next question is um, what kind of participant rate in terms of this kind of event? Our students are very, you know, actively to participate in all the events. Oh, of course. Yes. I mean, like, especially for the domestic students, like, mm-hmm. you know, Americans, because I think it's kind of like um, a major that they they get used to hang out together to have a parties after class. But I would say like um, for international students, it's kind of like a different story because in the like especially for the first year for the international students, we we don't have time. Like we we really don't have time to participate to uh, like, you know, or enjoy um, social, social events that much because um, as you know, like as the MBA student, we have a lot of assignments to work on to prepare for the, you know, the, the class right. in the next day. And I would say like um, for myself, like it took me forever to finish the, uh, the assignment, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like because yeah, you, you, know, you need to, you need to read the articles, the papers of like 50 to 60 pages for yeah. one class. And you have like three classes tomorrow. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. I, I, I want to go to the party, but I cannot. <laughs> but it's kind of like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so true. Um, and then when you said like you have to read um, 15 to 60 pages and then don't have time to go to party, you know, me and Jay, we both like, yeah, that's our MBA one life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're still trying to manage some of like the big um, events. Um, just, mm-hmm. you know, be able try to be able to put ourselves out there and to know more people, to, to learn more culture. Um, so maybe next question I wanted to ask all of you. Um, please just share one like most memorable event you ever been to in your MBA one. Um, I can start. So my okay. yeah. So uh, one event that I, uh, I attend uh, was called A Pop Night. So this event is like we are trying to um, sharing our cultural, the Asia cultural, and then we collaborate with different clubs from Asia. So there's like Southeast Asia, um, Taiwan, China, mm. Korea, and um, Japan. So all of us. Um, stick together and then we host this big event and then we teach um, all the other students about our pop culture so wow. i was so um i had a lot of fun because i was the one who do the choreography so i you know i look up on youtube and then learn my i mean i don't know how to dance but 
um, I look up on YouTube and I learn how to dance by myself. And then I teach all the other students to dance, um, like Taiwanese dance moves. And that was a lot of fun to see, you know, people from different country and dance with you, um, you know, sharing your culture together. And that's a really a, one of the best moments um, of my MBA one. Mm, awesome. Hey, um, for me, like the one that I, I think like I could not forget is the, um, the Typhoon Moon Party, which is the, uh, the, the event hosted by Asian Business Club uh-huh. in, in Fuhua. Like for Typhoon Moon Party, it is, uh, last year we had like more than 500 Fuhua students participated wow. in the party because like Asian Business Club, um, they booked like the, the whole night, uh, for the the pub like the bar in durham and like yeah. try to like invited people to join like uh-huh. sold a ticket and asked people to join and uh in the party you need to like you know you need to dress up uh in the white like white shirt white pants and you can also like um apply the neon pins on your face uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah and then just like yeah go to the, because so that why like you can glow in the dark yeah you could, yeah, you could not see like other people in the party, but you can see like, you, you know, see. like the neon pin on their faces. Yeah. yeah, you can see like the neon pin on their faces. Hmm. And it's kind of like, it was kind of fun. It's like, it was fantastic because, you know, a lot of, you have like, you had a chance to get to know a lot of people in the party without, you know, you don't have to worry whether who they are, like native Americans or, you know, like, we don't care because we, we, we didn't see anything in the party anyway. Like, right. we just, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was kind of like... They're just people. Yeah, like. just people, yeah. <laughs> so I would say, like, basically, when you have a conversation, you might need to, like, um, think about, okay, they are they are American and may, you might feel, like, uncomfortable to, like, you know, talk or, you know, like, express your feeling. But in the party, you don't have to care about anything. Right. So, yeah, that's just, yeah. Um, sorry, just quick add-on. Um, I think the other way, just get yourself drunk. It's also a pretty good way to, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, when, yeah, when when you are tipsy, like you will speak really fluently. I don't know yeah. why though. But, yeah, that's that's why I drink a lot. When oh, I go same to here. <laughs> same here. <laughs> so my memorable party I joined last year is called Diwali. So it's from Indian Club. And I think that's one of the biggest party or social event in Ross. And I think that's also kind of my first time to join kind of really, really big party in Ross. Because as Walita mentioned, like I didn't have that much time to join those kind of social events because I had to do my recruiting. I had to like mm. prepare for my classes. So there was no time. And suddenly some of my friends asked me, hey, Jay, are you going to Diwali? And I said, um, I'm not sure because I don't have much time. But I figured out many of many of my schoolmates go there. And I heard that Diwali has a really famous one. So I got I, I bought a ticket. And I don't I didn't have that much expectation at first. But when I get there, I was it was quite impressive. Like not only Indian, Indian students, but also many um, international students or domestic students, they are joining the dancing team. they dancing together. They wear really fancy Indian traditional clothes, which sounds, which seems so awesome. So, like, I, I like the mood and environment there. So I drank a lot that night and I got tipsy and whatever. <laughs> 
yeah, I really had a great time. So I think that's one of really memorable uh, social events that I joined. So I guess all of three, we have a really good memory of social events. And, mm-hmm. and there are so many social events. As Jacob mentioned, it is good for learning um, other cultures or making some new friends. Then, Warita, um, why do you think these social events are important? You mean for the NBA life, right? Sure, yes. Uh, um, I would say, like, uh, it is the, uh, a really good chance for you to make friends, to get to mm. know new people. Because you, I don't think that you have much time to uh, try to, like, you know, get to know people during the class because, you know, like, everyone needs to work, everyone needs to work on the assignment. Or So this is the, uh, this is the social event is kind of like... Um, a place that you could get to know um, about the cultures, about the, the thoughts, about a lot of things with your new friends. And I would say, like, when you, when you come to um, U.S., like, for me, this is my first time that I come to the U.S., and I, I didn't know anyone here, like, back at the time. I didn't know anyone. So social event is, like, is a place that I, you know, like, get to know, make friends, and enjoy the, the NBA life. So this is really important. If you, if, you, if you want to enjoy your NBA life, try to make friends as many as you can. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And throughout those social events, it's kind of like you can get to know people in different levels. Because um, mm-hmm. people are usually more relaxing under the social event setting. So people are more willing to share their, you know, their life stories, and then they're more willing to just um, talk with you and learn about your culture as well. And then this kind of bonding really kind of connect um, each other. But I'm sure for, you know, international students or people who like us from Asia, we probably face sort of difficulties while, you know, you're in those social events. Because... For me, I think I was pretty outgoing person, but once I get here in the U.S., I feel like maybe not. That's not so true anymore because Americans are very um, outgoing, and compared with them, I'm become more like introvert. Um, so that's something that I feel like it's one of a culture shock for me. So maybe um, if it, if you have like similar experience or difficulties that you could share with our audience or. Or even like you seeing other international students if they face sort of like um, difficulties. Sure, uh, absolutely. Like at first, like I absolutely agree with you. Like I'm not quite sure about other. Um, I don't know. I would say like most international students always face this problem. Like they face the same issue when 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 they um, need to like participate in social events in the first year. I think it's because um, for me, like, I I had a really hard time in my first year because you know the first one is the um kind of like the the language barrier, mm-hmm. like my English was so broken at that time, and I mean like it's not good now, but okay, it's like kind of like it's so far so good, it's better. No, it's a perfect. Thank perfect. you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's because like uh, it was really hard for me to to have a con- have a good conversation with the natives like with american friends is sometimes like 
I can start a conversation, but I cannot keep the conversation going because I had no idea what to ask or, you know, what kind of like yeah. the topics that I should talk with them. So, and the second one is like Americans, they speak so fast. Like I, yeah, sometimes like I was lost. Like, okay, <laughs> I, I, I could not catch it. Like I could not catch up with the, the conversations that my friends were talking about. So it's kind of like, you know, I used to be the ex, I don't know, maybe the extrovert in, in my country. <laughs> but when I, when I come to the US, I became like an introvert because I could not um, share my expression. I could not speak or communicate the things that I want to speak. Yeah. So I said, of like, it, it, it took time and it was yeah. a really hard time for me the first year. Yeah. I think um, that's, that's very true. Um, as I mentioned, <laughs> like I, I started to doubt myself whether I was misunderstanding my own correct characteristic uh, by myself, <laughs> but I, I think when, when the time you know when 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 you step like after <laughs> six months or you know even now in the second year, it, it gets better. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So you definitely just need practice. Um, so yes. yeah, and the other like obvious difficulty that I can see, or maybe you mentioned earlier, is like there's so many things you have to do about homework, recording whatever and then that kind of um uh, not like kind of stop you from going to all these kind of amazing social events so i want to ask you like how do you manage those schedule or like what criteria that you are set mm. to to decide whether which kind of social event you want to go to uh actually oh i couldn't do that in the first month that i came here like mm -hmm. i could not manage my time I try to like finish all the assignments. So this is why like I didn't have time to go to the party. <laughs> and <laughs> after that, I changed my mind. Like, okay, I, I, I told myself like, I could not stay like this because otherwise I'm going to lose a lot of opportunities to get to know people. So I, I try to like, uh, set the time limit for my assignments. Like, uh, if you have, three assignments on that day and then I'm going to assign like one hour for each assignment. So at first I'm going to start with the first one and after one hour, if I could not finish the assignment, I will move to the next one and like mm -hmm. repeat, do something like this until I finish all the assignments. And if I have the time left, I will go back to continue to work on the first one that I haven't finished. Mm -hmm. So I could like, and if like, uh, Three, after three hours and I could not finish the assignments, I would just skip off. And then I would move to do other activities. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I would go to the parties. I would go to, you know, like uh, have a dinner with my friends. And after I, you know, like come back, I would just like, you know, uh, continue working on that. So basically it's kind of like, you need to like uh, set yourself a time and then you can concentrate more because it's kind of like uh, you tell your brain that you want to focus on this just only for one hour. And it would be like your brain will just like remember and, you know, focus can focus more on the task that you are working on. So, yeah. I think that's great strategy. And I, I think I went through the similar process with you. When I came here, like really? I thought I can manage everything. I think 
So I try to join every social events and I try to do my best about classes. But yeah. like after one month, I figure out, oh, it's impossible. Like I cannot <laughs> do everything. Even though yeah, I think myself as a, as you guys mentioned, I'm also kind of extrovert people and I'm really going out. Like I like to hang out with many guys and I was good. I was pretty good at managing my time in Korea. So I thought I can do that. But it's mm-hmm. impossible. So I, so I ended up giving several classes, homeworks, or but still going out for some parties or social events. Because my priority here is, I think social or making friends kind of my first priority last year, compared with classes. Because many people says MBA is about not taking classes, but it's about recruiting or making a lot of friends here so that I can have kind of my uh, comfort zone like next year or whenever I have when I have a job here. So that's my first priority. So let us go back to drinking because we... (laughs) 10, 10 minutes ago, we talked about we can drink in the party and that's one of the way like we don't need to worry about our English abilities or that makes us easier to mingling with other um, students here. But, you know, some people are really good at drinking, but some people are not good at drinking because naturally they cannot drink because Jacob, he cannot drink and I drink well, I like it. So, yeah, it's interesting. He looks like he is good at drinking, yeah. but he can't. <laughs> this is, this is, okay, I'm, this is um, really interesting. I'm so surprised. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take as a compliment. <laughs> so, what do you think of the ability of drinking? Do you think this is really important or not in the United States? Or when you For do me? social events in MBA? Oh, um, I think it depends. Like, it depends on what type of people you are. Like, if you are an outgoing, like, enjoy the party without getting drunk and you can still enjoy the party. I don't think that the the ability of drinking is that important for you. And, but for me, like, um, if I'm not tipsy, I will be a person who who is, like, uh, introvert, like, I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's, it's really hard to like, you know, um, make friends or to have a really good conversation. It's kind of like, I just, I don't have any idea, uh, what to talk with, with, with people. But, uh, but if you say like in the terms of the ability of the, of the drinking, I think like, um, maybe just if like you, you don't have, you don't have to get drunk in order to enjoy the party. You can just like uh, take a little bit, just make yourself into like a little bit tipsy and then just enough. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Great say. Um, so from a person who don't drink perspective, <laughs> I definitely like to share some, some of my thoughts. So um, in the beginning, I was really worried because I heard there's a lot of drinking um, during the MBA. Uh, and, and which is true, actually, because, you know, there's a lot of party um, and there's like a lot of happy hours. So there's one tradition, um, happy hours in Ross, like every Thursday afternoon, um, we go to the bar um, and p- people just drink and talk. 
it's not like party, you know, you don't have to get drunk, but you just like enjoy the 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 vibe um, while you're talking. And that's, I was really worried. Um, but once I get here, actually, so one thing I realized that um, a lot of, well, not, sorry, not a lot, but there's other people who actually are, have a similar um, situation as I, I am. So for, for other reasons, maybe. So for me, because I'm actually allergic with um, alcohol. So if I drink, I'll get like, you know, itchy or reddish or whatever. Um, but other people, they have many other reasons. Some Some can be like really, because of the religious. So um, actually in MBA it's very inclusive environment. So people kind of know that if you can drink for whatever reason, you don't even need to explain. And then people are just, you know, take it. Um, and you can just drink whatever you want. You can drink water, you know, Coke, anything. And they, they still drink beer. And I, I think, at least from my understanding, a lot of Asia cultural, um, if you don't drink and others were drinking and it's kind of awkward environment and, and situation, it, it is from Taiwan. Like people go out mm. um, and people were asked you to drink um, because for, for whatever reason, they just, you know, show their, their hospitality or, or any other reasons, but here is not the case. So if just for people who don't drink for whatever reason, I think you're going to be fine. Just, you know, don't feel awkward by yourself yeah, and that people know that you don't drink it's it's okay um yeah. so yeah just just my two cents <laughs> yeah for me like i think like if you if you if you are not good at drinking mm-hmm. you can just like let them know that okay i'm not gonna drink yeah and then no yeah no one no one would force you to drink right which is yeah. a different case in asia I, at least in taiwan <laughs> people oh, force yeah, you to drink. Yeah. <laughs> i got i got jacob's point because in korea it is also awkward that like if everyone drinks something and then oh. I I say like oh I cannot drink, just help yourself. That's that's really yeah. awkward moment. But here <laughs> I think it's totally safe that oh I cannot drink yeah. or I will drink just water or some beverage. I think that's really good part of American culture. Yeah, I think because like they, they pay respect to to right. everyone. Yeah. 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 So that is why like. You don't have to worry if you come here and you cannot drink. You'll <laughs> yeah, be defi- fine. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Especially for yeah. MBA program. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so you, you kind of touch upon um, um, in terms of like time management, like how do you manage your time? How do you set a kind of like bar for each assignment and in order to be able mm-hmm. to have some time to enjoy yourself to go to the party? But maybe there's some other... Um, difficulties that international students might face. For example, they might feel really uncomfortable to participating in a in a social event, talk with the strangers. And what kind of tips do you have for those students who have this kind of um, difficulties? Uh, I think at first you you need to like um, think about yourself first. Like think about yourself, like. Uh, one year ago, when you when you worked on the application, it's like it cost you like it took you like so long in order to like just to be here in the MBA program. So I think yeah, if you like, uh, you can ask yourself like, why not give yourself a chance to you know like to enjoy your life uh, in MBA. And the second one, like, if you feel, like, uncomfortable 
to you know um, to to join the party or any social events, you can bring your plus one. Like you can ask your friend to come with you to accompany you, so that you will not feel like you know lonely in the party. At least you have someone that you can talk to. And uh, the second one, I think, like sometimes you might need to force yourself because um, it is kind of like once in a lifetime, and you will not have this kind of experience. So just give it a shot, give yourself a chance, and try to like get out of your comfort zone. I I used to like read a book named "Who Moved My Cheese," and the key point of that book is like. You should keep ask yourself um, the one question, which is: If you were not fear, what would you do? Like, if you face something that you feel uncomfortable with, you should ask yourself: Like, okay, if you were not fear, what would you do with that situation? So it is kind of like um, you know, try to you know get out of the comfort zone, try to do the thing, try new things that you've never. Done before in your country, and that would be the precious memory from from the MBA program in the U.S. I love all of your suggestions, and I hope many audience can resonate with your um, tips and recommendation about the social events. So, next question is a little bit tricky question. So, currently we are under COVID nineteen situation, and because of COVID nineteen. I guess most of all, most of the social events has been canceled or reduced or whatever. They they cannot do twenty a group meeting more than twenty five people. So which means it's almost impossible to have a really big party this year. And because of this situation, many of the incoming students, class of twenty twenty two guys. They don't have a chance to have this kind of social event. That means, because we're talking about a lot of values of social events, like making friends, just out of our comfort zone, and just getting get to know new、uh, cultures or friends. But they don't have this chance. If you were in their shoes, how would you handle this situation? In order to、wow. in order to obtain the values we mentioned about social events, it's really hard. At first, I I need to install Zoom application in my computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like like it's it's really tricky because you you cannot ah、uh, you know like have an in person party or physically meet people, and I would say like ah、uh, try to use. Um, try to make the the most used out of the Zoom. Like we don't have choice. We need to like connect with other virtually. So first,、um, try to participate as many as events hosted by schools, which I believe that most of them would be in virtual. And I believe that、uh, in in each school. Like like MBA and in Fuhua, we have the student-led organization, which is called like MBAA. They're gonna host the the virtual social event online. So try to participate as many as you can, so that you can meet new people and make friends virtually. And the second one, like if you if you have time, try to like、uh, reach out 
to your classmates and you can set up a zoom call like maybe just only like 10 minutes and ask them hey why why don't we just like um you know drinking wine you drink wine at your place i drink wine at my place and then we can share the cultures share the stories it's just kind of like you know get to know people but it would be on the you know um it would be the the virtual meeting because like i think i do not suggest you to like um have a big party or to participate a big party at this moment it's really dangerous and i don't think that it's smart if you if you're gonna like risk your life just because you want to have a party you can use zoom yeah so that's that's all the thing that i could do i guess <laughs> yeah if i, I think were first year it's really yeah. I think safety is first, for sure. Um, you spend yeah. so much money to here, you don't want to get sick and then ruin all your two years. It's life. not there's Definitely, there's, like, there's always the time for you to party um, or to do other things. Um, but what we did, uh, or what I did is, I have this kind of like a small, really small group, and we, we met outside um, in an open area with a safety distance. Um, so we still can be able to chat in person. So I think that could be some kind of alternative ways to to make those kind of social event within your um, groups, small groups, but only if you feel comfortable. I think that's something that yeah. we could considering as well. Um, so that brought us to the final question, which we ask for all our audience. So. What is the one thing that you wish you had known before the MBA star? Mm, one thing that uh, at first I I think I I would like to to do self reflect more than this before I I come to the MBA because you will be so overwhelmed about everything in the first year and you. Might, like you might not have time to reflect yourself or to even prioritize yourself in the first year. So for me, like I would like to, if I have a chance, I would like to, um, you know, prepare better than this and try to like ask myself like what I what I really want from MBA. So that is the first one because I really have no idea that MBA is kind of like is demanding time consuming and you know is really overwhelming in the first year i thought like you know think about the 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 university life back in thailand it was much better than this like you know you, you still have you still have time to mingle with your friends you still have time to you know um do your personal things but here in mba in the first year you you, you don't have time for sure especially for the international students. So um, just make sure that you reach out to the alumni and ask about their experience in the first year and the kind of things that you could prepare uh, before you, you come to the US. All right. Uh, we appreciate your sharing your priceless experience and wisdom today with us. Today's show was with Warita Shalanoniwat from Duke Fukua and Thailand. Thank you so much for listening to this week's show. You can find us through all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. New episodes come out every Tuesday, US time. Subscribe to our podcast 
follow us on NBA Jams on Instagram, Facebook, and please share it with your friends. Stay tuned and see you next week.